Devin. I am Devin. Of course. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, Happy New Year. It's been a uh, it's been a while, so I apologize again. I, I feel like we say that every time. Um, but uh, obviously, like everybody knows, it's been a one crazy and hell of a year, uh, and it's only getting crazier uh, into the new year. But we won't get into that. We will just focus in on the joy and pain of sports, our little check out from reality just for a little bit here on this fine January Friday. Um, so we hope everyone has is healthy and safe and good and well and everything, all the the positive vibes. But let's get into it. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. Uh, we got the NFL season has concluded, so the playoffs are starting in a few days. Right, tomorrow, they straight up tomorrow, we got the super wild card weekend. We got th- three games t- tomorrow and three games Sunday, so that's going to be fun. One of how many games are going to be on Nickelodeon? Right, we got a few on Nickelodeon, which is kind of cool. Get the kids, kids get, coming involved. Um, get a new demographic in there for the NFL. Yeah, I, I like that move. That's a it's an interesting move. Um, we can get into that a little bit later. Um, and we also have the hot stove. The hot stove for the MLB offseason got hot, as you all know, with that Mets blockbuster trade. But we will get into that later as well. So we're going to kick things right off into the uh, NFL talk. And let's give a little recap of the wonderful NFL 2020 season, the COVID season <laughs> of the NFL. They survived, and now it's time for the playoffs. Uh, it, was, it was a great ending to the season. You know, a lot of close uh, week seventeen had a lot of implications, which is great for you know playoff implications. So you know it was great to see that, and you know, I'm glad that they got the season over with. You know, with all the COVID protocols and all the teams that had it. So it was just it was a crazy year, but it was an exciting year. Yeah, definitely. Needless to say, we did a lot of it. The NFL is you can say still say what you want about it, but they do know how to put entertainment on the table for us it's whether your team's doing well or not if you're just a football fan a sports fan they, they just it's pure entertainment and it's it's just fun to watch through the ups and downs through it all and it's and it's awesome so we got and this is the new so we have a new playoff format so it's like i was saying before with the wildcat or the wildcat wild card excuse me um we got the six games on wild card weekend so we're really it's a wild wild card weekend haha <laughs> Um. All right. Yeah. So we got we got Ravens Titans. That'll be a fun one. Browns Steelers Sunday Night Football again. That'll be the Browns are finally back in the playoffs. So that's a that's a storyline right there. And they oh, yeah. get to get to play their their nemesis really in the Steelers. My Steelers. Um, Colts Bills. That'll be an interesting one. But the Bills are riding hot right now. So we'll see what they do. Yep. We got the football team versus the Bucks. That'll be an interesting one. Yep, definitely. With the, I know Chase Young said he wants he wants Brady, so that's going to be a great you know great matchup between great matchup the, the young the kid teams. and the the old goat. Yep. Uh, Rams Seahawks. That I mean they're all interesting ones. Obviously, I think the Seahawks Rams game that's going to be weird. I feel like that game's going to have some kind of weird either finish or weird score. I don't know why. It's just going to be odd. Oh, yeah, I can see that definitely happening. Maybe like a missed field goal at the end. Yeah, or some doing like thing you know, happening or like whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
And then Bears Saints, <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky got to make the playoffs. And hey, they have a shot. It's playoffs, yep. so it's any anybody's team now. I mean, I don't think they're going to do it, but we'll see. Uh, anything can happen. You know, once you're in it, anything can anything, anything can happen. Can go exactly. Down. So, yeah, as long as you're in it, you're you're good. With the Chiefs and Packers being the one seeds in their respective conferences, and probably the favorites um, yeah. going into for a Super Bowl. But uh, yeah. I would say that that's probably the, the most likely matchup we're going to see. Yeah, for now, because they have the easier road, I guess, to it. I mean, I, I do think definitely home field advantage really does not play much of a factor this year as no, it would any not. other year. So it, I, I wouldn't put too much into it because crowd noise and fans and all that stuff does play a factor, and that really isn't a factor this year, even if there are some fans in some stadiums. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it makes – a slight difference but i'm sure it's not it's not really as much as as it would be any other normal year yep. i know that the bills are going to allow some like i think maybe three thousand fans into their stadium yeah so. that might be the most because i know the steelers they asked permission from governor wolf and pa and he didn't go back and give them more so they're only allowed two thousand five hundred people but that includes all players, personnel, coaches, faculty, all, all the people yeah. that need to be there. And yeah. then anyone else that doesn't encompass that is friends and family of the team and stuff. So, like, I don't know what the exact number of that would be of, of technical fans there, but it's obviously not 3,000 fans. Like, if it was back to where they normally had, when it was they were allowed 7,500 that's about yeah. what, like six thousand fans, I guess, or six, yeah. almost seven thousand fans. Yeah, just about in there, which is is a decent amount, obviously. Um, obviously not as much as a most of these stadiums could fill, but it is something. Yeah, or was and something the, rather. <laughs> the, the Steelers and Bills—they both have great fan bases. So even like if you have a thousand fans in there, it's going to make a difference. It's still a ju- it's still juiced, and they especially for the Bills too. It's been a while for them yeah, having a home playoff game. Um. Yeah, so they're gonna be yeah. pumped. So it's, it's gonna it's be gonna... Bills Mafia is ready to go. <laughs> I'm sure they are very ready to go. Their quarterback Josh Allen kind of embodies that. Yep. So they'll they'll be fun. They're a fun team. They're a tough team. They they might be another. I, I mean, I wouldn't if I'm betting. I I bet on the Bills too, even to yep. beat the Chiefs just the way they're playing now. But we'll see. There's still plenty of plenty of stuff to go. But let's um. Let's go to our since this is the end of the season. Let's uh, I want to hear your um awards, your pick for the awards, our year, the NFL yearly awards, MVP, Coach of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, etc., all that stuff. So let's just go right down the list. I think start with the uh, MVP. Who's oh, your man. MVP? MVP. It's hard to pick. This one's I, I would tough. say yeah, it's probably between Rodgers and Allen. Josh Allen. Oh, interesting. Because, you know, well, Aaron Rodgers, we knew he was going to have a chip on his shoulder coming into the year uh, with them drafting the quarterback and not like a skill, a skill player. So he, he was on a mission anyway. But Josh Allen has really propelled the Bills to where they are now. Without him, I don't think they are where they are now. Oh, 100%. I, I would definitely agree. And the, the thing with this award, they've kind of, it's almost like changed. And this is kind of like in uh, any major sports leagues like the MVP is not really like the most valuable player anymore it's more of 
like like the most popular. Just player. who's the most popular slash best stats or best yeah. player of that year. I mean, it's like it's hard to I guess articulate for some people like with the way the media is now like valuable to just oh this is the best guy this year like yes the, the, I think you can be both but sometimes you can't be one or the other I I guess if that makes sense it, it's hard, like yeah. for example just on a smaller level I'll use the Steelers like TJ Watt won team MVP which is voted by the the players on the Steelers which is whatever and I I'm not disagreeing with that at all like I I would vote him too but also I would say Big Ben because if you didn't have Big Ben you're not winning 12 games at all yeah um, like you saw last year exactly you know, he was out and that and that, that is definitely what MVP stands for or yeah, means definitely. like that is va- like his value to the team they went from eight and eight with a duck and a Rudolph um <laughs> playing a quarterback last year and this year they go 12 and four they won four more games and could have won more and could have lost more, blah, blah, blah. You can get into that all day long, whether they were the worst or best 11-0 team. That that was a, a joke of a conversation, and I can go yeah. on and rant about that forever, so we're not going to get into that. But, yeah, I think I'd agree with you, too, with the MVP. I think I'd be lean more Rodgers. I think this is we're into the Rodgers love fest now. You know how it goes from, like, oh, we, we want it, the media trashes him yeah. for whatever reason, where it is, is meant is uh, – mentality whatever it's just the, the we have the 24-hour news cycle and it's really just a lot of talk so like 99 percent of it is just people like us at this point <laughs> just talking and heads just talking about it talking yeah. about it and it really doesn't mean anything so who cares it's just fun but i would i think i mean you look at the year he had and how they're doing i guess you got you can't not give it to him but you can also Josh Allen, you can make a valid, a very valid point for him. Patrick Mahomes, yeah, would I, easily. I, uh, you can go I with f- any I of those guys. <laughs> and it's just, and but it always, now it turns into, especially in the NFL, MVP is just like, all right, who's who are we? What quarterback are we going to give the MVP every year? When I think you can yeah. make a case for Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's true. You can. Like if you take him away the from Titans. the Titans. Yeah. I'm sure they're still a decent team, but they're definitely not winning 11, 12 games, whatever they win. Um, and he's he got 2,000 yards. <laughs> yeah. And no, whatever no, no. amount of touchdowns. He literally looks like a horse running <laughs> through people. That's what it looks like. And he's already playing with massive men that are really fassive, uh, fa- excuse me, strong and fast. But it doesn't matter to this guy. He's just plowing through them like it's nothing. Yeah, and he even elevates the talent around him. Like Tannehill probably wouldn't be. As oh good yeah, as, and Tannehill's he great too. He's like revitalized his career. Yep, AJ Brown. You know, j- just with the, the threat of him running opens up the pass game, so just helps everybody out on on the Titans. Exactly, but I uh, I think yeah I think we'll go. I'll I'll stick with Rodgers as much as that pains me to say that for whatever reason. Uh, I think he, he's going to end up getting it. Uh, I, I'll go. My definite definite choice is Josh Allen. Yeah. All right. Go, nice. And I and I and I I don't really disagree with that at all either. I just it it, it can really go to any of those three guys. I think. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. usually I think how the end kind of the end of the season finishes. So like yeah. Rogers kind of just kept going, foot on the pedal. Whereas Mahomes, not that Mahomes was playing bad, it just wasn't like. 
when it comes to Mahomes now, that's going to be the unfortunate thing with him. If he has like a bad game, which is probably not even a bad game to most yes, other yeah. standards, because he's literally <laughs> Superman at this point. Yep. He's gonna be like, "Well, it's not this. He's not that good, or blah blah blah, like whatever." But he'll be fine. <laughs> no, but like Mahomes, you kind of expect him to be great. Yeah, so like, you expect every week three hundred plus yards, three four touchdowns, an amazing, th- a couple amazing plays that you just never seen before. And it honestly pretty much happens every week with this guy. Yep. So and the and he's still young, so we got plenty of the AFC's got to deal with him for a while, yep. and a bunch of other young quarterbacks too, which is pretty good. The NFL is in good hands. Yep, definitely. Uh, all right, let's move to coach of the year. Now this one's going to be interesting for me. I think you had you obviously had multiple candidates. Yep. Especially coming through the season. Um, I think I'm gonna and I could be biased with this. I think I'm still gonna stick with. Mike Tomlin, I feel like he just, it's finally like, you know how like every couple of years somebody, it's like, why doesn't this guy get his due or whatever? Like, I think this is finally the year that he should just get it. Yeah. He's like, it's a kind of crazy how he has never won it. And I get it. He's part of the Steelers. They're always good. The three coaches in 50 years. So it's like the expectations is already high. So if they're not like doing something super that it really that's why he always gets trashed honestly it's like why yeah. does a guy that like that that any other team would kill to have as their coach never gets in i think that's why is it's that there's always like this the pedigree and the expectation is already so high that like you'd lose one game to a bad team it's like well here we go again and then you can literally make the case for every other team oh yeah definitely doing that so i'm going to go with coach t my guy but you can still – I mean, I know Flores was there, but I think after getting blown out <laughs> in yeah, Week 17 and to miss the playoffs, I think that is now you've canceled out your Coach of the Year. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, they definitely blew it down the stretch. And Stefanski, I would say, in there, but it kind of was a little shaky near the end there, especially losing to your Jets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that always dampens your, uh, you know – Coach of the year candidacy if you lose to the Jets, so not good. Yeah, not, but, not no, great he, for them. No, but he he definitely deserves you know some recognition because he did bring oh, them to the 100%. playoffs. Oh, 100%. He finally brings them back. You win 10 games for the first time or 11 games now for the first time in whatever. Excuse me. Yeah. No, but even if they don't – even if they lose this week, you know, to the Steelers, I think he still should be in consideration. Oh, definitely. It. I mean, and they're in a tough spot too because, like, I think even when we looked at that Week 17 game where the Steelers – and, yeah, the Browns were missing a few guys too, but the Steelers intentionally benched a lot of their star players um, yeah. and mainly their quarterback, and they still almost won that game with Rudolph. Rudolph, as far as his standards go, he actually played pretty well. In that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they almost beat them. And and that would have been a complete Browns moment if Mason Rudolph beat them to officially eliminate them <laughs> for the playoffs. Like, they had to win that, not only just to make it for the first time, but to not lose and to avoid total embarrassment. Yeah. And that's definitely a Browns – that would be a Browns moment. But no, that would be peak Browns. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this is a new, you know, a new energy around the team. So Yeah, he's got a good culture going – it see it just seems different. I think the overall energy of this team is different, and uh, I yeah, you can go with him too. I think yep. 
Otherwise, I'm not really uh, – who Who else would you give – I don't really know who else you really give coach I of the year. I would say maybe Ron Rivera with, with, the, with the football team. Oh, yeah, cutting, true. You're dealing with cancer, around. turning around, Alex yep. Smith. Yep. Definitely a good feel-good story around that team. So I think he should deserve some consideration. Also, possibly Joe Judge with the Giants. I know they, they weren't really that good, but they were in it till the end, and he kind of turned them around, you know, bringing in a good yeah i think there. that's a good point but i think if you're still six and ten you just you can't win coach of the yeah. year um but i do i do see where you're coming from yeah but i think if if the giants made the playoffs i think oh that would, then that would even uh, would warrant you know, push definitely further. warrant yeah totally agree but i think i'm gonna st- i'm gonna stick with my guy because and think about what the steelers had to go what they did last year and then what they did this year and what they had to go through this year um, and still end up winning 12 games. Obviously, it looks yeah. shaky near the end there, and you can criticize everybody you want. But um, I think that the fact that they had to deal with all those COVID-related things that weren't their problem, but they almost got like indirectly punished for it, if that yeah. makes sense, by oh, yeah. other teams messing up. So, And they still managed to do it, make the playoffs. Obviously, they – we're 11 and 0 and faltered there with those three game losing streak looking absolutely embarrassing offensively and they still have a big issue running the ball and that's probably why if they don't make it far I think you could point to that yeah looking into the playoffs but uh either way we'll see I'm still going to go with my guy call me bias whatever I don't care at me on Twitter Devin Mata <laughs> That's like, it. Just the name. <laughs> I, I like your, your justification of it, but I, I think I'm going to go with uh, Ron Rivera on Washington. Just for the feel-good you know, feel aspect of it. They made the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. I respect it. I definitely respect it. Um, yeah, uh, I, I can – yeah, I don't, I don't want to refute that either just because they had to go through a lot too with the – Obviously, everyone had to go through the COVID stuff. Ron Rivera had cancer. The Alex Smith. Yeah, they went through like three different quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, yeah. Then the, ha- the whole Haskins fiasco thing going on. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. It's coach of the year. Let's uh, so offensive player of the year. This one could be interesting. Now you got plenty of options for this one. Yeah. Um, I I'm, would go. Hmm. I would say potentially either Derrick Henry or Tyree Kill. Okay. Interesting. Or if you want to go quarterback, you could, I guess you could say Mahomes or Allen or Rodgers are also in consideration. Yeah, think? yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to disagree with that. I think the only thing I would say, I think my, mine's between Kamara or Derrick Henry. So I'll, I'll use this award because I think – the MVP is like a essentially just a quarterback award at this point, so I'll use this one for any other offensive player. Uh, and I'm gonna go. And if you look at both the Saints and the Titans and their running backs, their main reason why they are where they are now, especially Kamara. I think I'm gonna go with Kamara just because he had that six touchdown game, um, yeah, yeah. which on Christmas, which was pretty crazy. Granted, the Vikings defense is. Atrocious. Yeah, but they can't control that. They can only no, play. No, exactly. Playing, so. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
Uh, and, and he was so integral, especially with the Saints, Mike Thomas being kind of out the most of the year and not really meshing, and then Drew Brees not playing for a few games, but Kamara was there the whole time, and when they were scoring, most of it was through him. He was the catalyst, so I, I'm going to go with him for Offensive Player of the Year award. With You could still go with Henry or any of those other quarterbacks, like you said. Like, it's not – for me, I don't – you go with any of those guys. Yeah. Uh, I would say – I'm going to say Henry. You know, the 2,000 yards, you know, the, what he means to the Titans, I think he, he deserves it. Yeah. 100%. I – like I said, it's it's hard for me to disagree. Like, you go with any of these guys, I'm just going to – just to be different, I'll pick Kamara. <laughs> so, we, we got two two different ones there. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year award, uh, there's going to be no surprise for me on this one. I'm going with T.J. Watt. And you yeah. could break down all the stats you want, and I think he still wins it. He should win it when you break it down, especially when you – because I think the other options, what, Aaron Donald, you'd say? Yeah, probably. And if you break down their stats between them, T.J. Watt pretty much beats them almost in every category um, besides forced fumbles, and he only has two less. I think Donald has four, and T.J. has two. But T.J. leads – he led the league in sacks. He won the sack title. Um, Tackles for loss, QB hurries, hits, all those, like, metric pass rush stats – yeah. Uh, he had an interception, the two forced fumbles. I, I don't know if he recovered one or whatever, but he's like he's f- number one in a lot of categories. And you watch him play, and he's like a game changer, superstar, just like his brother yeah, was, no, I would say. No doubt. Uh, if you want to go with like the mainstream option, I think you pick Donald. But if you go with, like you said, if you go with uh, Watt and you dive into the stats, he's, he's much better this year than Donald. So, yeah. I would um I would agree with you there on TJ Watt. All right, there we go. TJ Watt, defensive player of the year. Could have got it last year. I mean, there was a bunch of guys last year. I mean, and also Xavier Howard this year getting ten interceptions. When's the yeah. last time I've seen anyone do that? Um but I think yeah. the fact that they missed the playoffs and that embarrassing loss for them yeah, to end the season definitely kinda should ru- I feel like should kind of ruin their chances of, of Flores winning coach of the year and um, and yeah. Howard winning Defensive Player of the Year. That's just definitely. my opinion. Oh yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely, definitely dampens everything when you with that finish that they had. Okay. Oh, so they oh, wow. There's so many awards. All right. So there's the kind uh, of some of these are all like the sponsored ones. There's the there's the Pepsi NFL Rookie of the Year. There's the GMC Never Say Never Moment of the Year. Yeah, we don't have to do that. I think let's just do. We could do Rookie of the Year. Yeah, we'll do Rookie of the Year, but they have the Associated Press Offensive Rookie of the Year and Defense of the Year. So I think maybe the Pepsi one is kind of like the – I mean, it still means something, but I think – I don't know what that one – it's the sponsored one. So I'm going with just the the Associated Press ones. Yep. Yep. Um, So that breaks it down to Offensive and Defensive Rookie. Offensive – you have a few options, but I'm going ju- – I feel like you got to go Justin Herbert. He broke Herbert, the yeah. touchdown right. He threw 30, 30 touchdown pass, and he didn't even play the full season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, d- definitely you can go with Herbert. Also, I think also uh, Justin Jefferson is also in there. 
with the Vikings. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he broke Randy Moss's record. I just think because Herbert's a quarterback. Yeah, he's and he just played so well, like, and he's gonna be really good. He lo- he throws his deep ball is is awesome to watch. It's yeah. beautiful, and it'll Definitely. be fun. He's in the same division with Mahomes, so if they can get some more going there, um, they they can have a nice rivalry for the next 10, 15 years. That'll be awesome to watch. That's just as NFL fans. Oh yeah. Also, if I think if uh, Burrow stayed healthy, he probably would have been in consideration. Definitely, for yeah. And if maybe the Steelers didn't have that hiccup uh claypool would have just been yep. a talked about just because how he kind of like remind everybody he reminds you of of megatron Definitely, so he's getting the yep. mapletron uh nickname <laughs> from canada but i i don't want to go there yet i mean he's still he, he's he physically he's all got all the specs and he did have a really good year i'm not, not taking it away but i think it, it, you're too soon to to anoint Megatron status. I, and I don't think anyone yeah. was doing that. It's just more of like, oh my god, this guy, who does he remind you of? And that's yeah, Megatron. Yeah, easy comparison there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think you could also go with possibly Jonathan Taylor on the Colts. He kind of like he picked it up at the end of the year, but the middle of the year he, probably, he wasn't he really was doing struggling anything. a little bit. But yeah, no, yeah. that's another option. And even the guy Robinson, James Robinson in Jacksonville. I mean, granted, oh, yeah. they only won one game. Yeah, but, no, but he was a big piece of all those. All those uh, how many wins did they get? One win. <laughs> uh, one win. It was week one, but uh, yeah, I yeah. mean they played hard in every game. Like they were, for a one in fifteen team, they were still like a pain, pain in yeah, the butt they, to they play. And there. they played hard for. I mean they just pretty much just a lack of talent at most of their positions. I mean I don't. I mean if they get Lawrence, I think they'll be right. They're gonna be. They're gonna be pretty good. I mean they're not. I don't think they're gonna go to the playoffs. Or and they might because with the extra teams, but yeah, that's it's that, too soon to talk about any of that. But Robinson, he had what a thousand yards for an undrafted guy or a six round, whatever he was. Yeah, yeah, he he, he broke the awesome record story. For, broke the record, yeah. yeah for I think most rushing yards for undrafted undrafted in their player. first year, yeah. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. That that'd be great to see if he wins. He probably won't just because you are he was on the one in fifteen Jag. So <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for him. But overall, it was a great uh, rookie class this year. A lot of players yeah, stepped up. Yeah, all over the league. Yep. Yeah, I see D. Lamb out there in Dallas. You had uh, T. Higgins in Cincinnati. Since, yeah, he had a great, great year on that unfortunate team. Yep. <laughs> uh, even Jerry Judy was pretty decent on the yep. Broncos. With uh, their rugs in uh, Las Vegas. Rugs. yeah, no, there are a lot of guys to, to choose from. But I think it comes down between Herbert uh who else we say jefferson jefferson yeah and then kind of the fringe guys are jonathan taylor and james robinson and and stuff like that and and claypool i'm sure they're going to get those guys will get a few votes which is cool i and you'd hope to see that yeah but definitely i think uh herbert deserves it the most in uh, my opinion yeah i agree with that yeah but yeah it's close between herbert and jefferson but I, i would lean towards herbert yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. All right, now so defensive, defensive rookie of the year. Um, that's an interesting one. I feel like I have to look that's up some tough. of these guys. I forget who. Oh, what was his name? I'm looking it up. I forget what team. Wow. Yeah, you got any? I, why can't I think uh, of anybody? This is bad. Oh. Yeah, I, I just know all the offensive guys. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. It's easy to it's easy see. To I'm looking see. it up. Let's see. Oh, oh, Chase Young. Duh, duh. Oh, definitely, definitely. Chase Maybe, he's probably the easy one. Yeah. Uh, I think he's probably unanimous. I would say. Yeah, I, I think you probably go with him. I mean, there's that dude Jeremy Chin. Um. On the Panthers, the safety who uh, he had back-to-back touchdowns in that one pl- um, week 12 game. Uh, but I think, yeah, they're Antoine Winfield Jr., yeah. son of Antoine Winfield, uh, another safety. So, yeah, that's – yeah, I think we go – I think it's – you're right. I think it's unanimous Chase Young. I think there's not really any other debate. No. Because yeah, he is really good, and I think he's going to be player. really good for a long time. Oh, yeah. Patrick Queen, duh, duh, another guy was pretty good. The guy the Ravens got that he he fell all the way to them in the late first round. So yeah. thanks, whoever was picking before them. That's exactly what they needed. Um, but he's a good player, drafted by a yeah. good team, good organization. Uh, but I think definitely Chase Young is uh is the guy. Yep, I agree. Uh, all right, uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, uh, well, there's Walter Payton, man of the year, and Art Rooney, but I I feel like that. That's not for us to determine no, at all. Not that we determine any of the other ones, obviously, but yeah, that's um, more like a player. They all deserve award. all the guys who are candidates for that. Obviously, deserve Walter Payton Man of the Year. Like that's just yeah, a definitely. a great honor for great dudes that do awesome things and help out communities and charities, whatever they they do, um, which is awesome. Funny story about that award. I think the Jets nominated a player that they traded away. That's like awesome. Early Was it Avery years. Williamson? It might no, have been. Or it might have been uh, the lineman, the defensive lineman. Oh, it might have been um, the lineman. Because I think I, I would have known if it was the, the guy the Steelers got. Uh, uh, McClendon? Was it, Steve oh, McClendon? It might have been him. But I think – did he go to the Steelers also? Or no, no, he came from the Steelers, actually. Well, a few years ago, he was on the Steelers, and then he signed with the Jets free agency. It might have been McClendon then, I think. <laughs> so they technically don't even have a guy for presenting no, yeah. the team. Not on the roster. <laughs> uh, but they always want narrow it down. We're coming up to the NFL honors day. They always narrow it down to like three guys, Yeah, I think. Yeah, so that, that should be cool to see who, who gets nominated for that. Who's That's the final that. Star, anyway. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, so let's do playoff predictions. Let's go right down the brackets. All right. So Saturday, let's start with the first game. The first game on Saturday is uh, Bills-Colts. Uh, I think it'll be a yeah. decent game, but I think you go Bills. Bills win this one. Yeah, I agree. But I think the Colts, if the Colts play good defensively, I think it's going to be a close yeah, game. Yeah, they need Phil or your good old boy Phil Rivers to not <laughs> throw up a bunch of taters. He needs to play smart football, yep. and not, if he doesn't turn it over, and they get Jonathan Taylor going, running it, keep it a, a like an old school type matchup, the Colts have a chance to win. Um, but I still think the Bills come out on top. They're juiced. They're playing really hot. They're home. They got a few fans there. They're they're ready to see if they can take it to the next level. Yeah, no doubt. But I, I think Stefan Diggs is questionable. Oh, game, so that is that could, that play, could a play a factor. I mean, if he does, I think he'll he'll play. Yeah. But if he is hurt, that could be that'll be a nice storyline to uh, follow. Yep. But yeah, it's going to be very close. But yeah, I agree. The Bills probably come out. 
with the W. Bills come out on top. Then the second game on Saturday is Rams-Seahawks. And this one I think might be the toughest to gauge who's going to win. I think this one's a toss-up. You flip a coin. Yeah, because they're both coming in kind of like mediocre. You know, not, not really too much momentum on either side. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks, I think. Yeah, they're home. Not that that honestly matters, but I think, I mean, Goff has that thumb situation. Yeah, is he, is he even playing? Are they going to play? I, the, I the see that. Game? I don't know. I <laughs> even if he does. I mean, if he doesn't, then yeah, definitely Seahawks win. But I think even if he does, I'm going Seahawks as well. But I think this is, excuse me, I think this game's like a a twenty to seventeen, or like a eighteen to six, like some weird score. But it's like a low mid low scoring game that kind of goes down to the end with either Russell Wilson going down the field and coming back or they just close it out because Jared Goff freaks out and throws a pick or something. (laughs) Um, I'm excited to see what uh, Jamal Adams does on the Seahawks. Yes, see see if he he can make an impact um, for them. This is all he wanted. He wanted to be in the playoffs. He was depressed. All all this. Yeah, he was tired of being on the Jets, so he finally gets gets what he wants, leaves, and now he's on a playoff caliber team. So So we'll see. That's another storyline to watch out for that game. Then we got uh, Saturday night. We got the Washington football team hosting the Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, As much as I want to pick the football team to win, I don't think they are. But I'm going to be rooting super hard for them to win. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's going to be closer than people expect. Oh, 100%. The the football team has a really good defense. That's why they're where they are, mainly. And they have a few got young guys that no one really knows or talks about on offense with Terry McLaurin, McKissick, the running back. They got a good couple of nice pieces there. If they can just get a quarterback or at least have Alex Smith healthy, then they have yeah. a legit shot to win this game and upset the GOAT. Definitely. Uh, the Buccaneers defense, it, it was good at the beginning of the year, but they kind of cooled Yeah, down. I, I'm not so. – I think they're, that team is just overrated. I mean, they have that the, the ridiculous firepower on offense, so I get it, and that is what they will do. But I think that defense is just overrated. I just don't think they're that good. Yeah. And Washington could definitely – I think they could definitely shut them down on offense. Oh, totally. I think so. – and I th- think they played them earlier in the year, and I don't know if they – didn't they beat them? I'm pretty sure Washington beat them. I think they did, yeah. So they could do it again. I mean, it's hard to beat Tom Brady twice in the same season, but yep. it's but not it's the same old. It's a it's been a crazy year, so anything can happen, like we keep yep. saying. And, and I think the he's football human team this year. Oh yeah, exactly. There's yep. been some days. I mean, he still looks great, and then other days it's like, what that? What are you doing, Tom? But he'll be fine. Uh, the ageless wonder. Uh, but I think if the football team wins the game, it's because they turn into a sloppy slugfest. And if that's how they win the games, I don't think the Bucks are winning that with a, a sloppy game like that. They got to keep it no. like an old school smash mouth type football game. Yep. No, but for the sake of it, I'll say the Buccaneers will win. Yeah, same. Yeah. I'll bearing any safe you know, pick, bearing any drastic injuries or whatever else yep. goes on. Um, but I will be rooting hard for the football team. Yep, same here. 
So let's go football team and Riverboat Ron. Because you got I Riverboat Ron is one of the most likable guys in the league. I love I love Ron Rivera. Yeah, definitely. Uh and then Sunday. Bears, Sunday, Saints. yeah, Bears Saints. Uh, oh, well, that's the second game. Sorry. The first game Rams, is Rams. Saints. I mean, I, yeah. This is the other, probably the other toughest game I think to gauge. I think I'm gonna lean the Ravens as much as that pains to say me. Just how they're playing and the Titans defense just does not does not look good at all. They can't. Pa- at one point, I think going into week going into week 17, T.J. Watt had more sacks than the entire team. The Titans. So, yeah, crazy. if you don't have a pass rush in this NFL, good luck. <laughs> you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, it helps when Derrick Henry's on the other side of the ball, just beating the other team's defense into a pulp, yep. and you just hold the ball for so long. But uh, yeah. we'll see. I mean, the Ravens are playing. Granted, the Ravens had a lucky stretch where they had to play like a lot of bad teams at the end of the season, so they just blew them all out. They're playing hot, and they're playing hot at the right time, so that can that momentum can carry them into this game. And there's a lot, I think there's some bad blood between these two teams, especially last year's playoff game and then earlier this year yeah, with definitely. the walking on the logo and dancing or whatever it was, and Harbaugh got angry and yeah. a little fisticuffs going. So, I mean, this will be a fun game. I think it will be close just because of that, the bad blood. Uh, but I think I sadly I'm gonna lean Ravens. This piece of the way they're playing. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a great game. I think it has the potential to be a possibly a barn burner, you know, going back and forth. Yeah. And you know the Ravens have that monkey on their back, like that they can't win a playoff game. So I think there's extra motivation in Lamar Jackson. Yeah, just to get to, that one win under to, under their belt to win this game. But no, but I don't count out the Titans at at all. You know, they're they're gonna be in it. So I would say. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Titans with the upset. All right. Even with the momentum, I think they the can Titans, still do it. I mean, they're home. Yeah. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's it's another coin flip game. It's a four or five seed game. So, yeah, it's, in it's, any it's sport, good. that's usually always the toss up game. As yeah, well but, as the Rams Seahawks. Granted, that's a three seed versus six seed, but whatever. <laughs> All right. So the next so that's game that uh, and next game is Bears Saints. Uh, I another, think this one's pretty easy. One. We go Saints. Okay. I mean, I'm sure the Bears could upset them, but I just don't. I don't see it. The Saints defense is pretty solid, and no offense to Mitch, I just don't think he's going to get it done. Their defense is good to keep it close. I think it'll be a uh, voice crack. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll be a little closer than people think, just because the way kind of Drew Brees is playing, and and I don't know. So, but I I, I think it'll be like a. Like they'll win like twenty eight to seventeen or something like that. Like nothing too. Like they're not gonna blow them out, but it'll be like a, a handled win. Yeah, respectable. You know, yeah. Respectable win. No, but uh, there's reports that this might be Breeze's last season. He might not come oh, back. Oh, very so true. Yeah. There's extra motivation there for Breeze, you know, to to get far in the playoffs and potentially win it. So, yeah, I'll go with the Saints in this one. All right. So that's that's that and. <laughs> to close out our wild wild card weekend, our super wild card weekend, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Cleveland Browns in the NFL playoffs. Look at that! When's the last time you could say that? 
It was 2002. 2002. You said that, and that game did not end too well for the Browns. Uh, it was a crazy comeback led by Tommy Maddox and the Steelers, pre-Ben Roethlisberger era, and they won that game. But this is a different teams, obviously, different time. Uh, I'm going to take my bias out of this. I'm still, I think, I still you got to pick the Steelers just because I think when you look at a multitude of factors, just the last time the Browns won at Heinz Field was in 2003, also pre-Big Ben. Like, I don't think Big Ben has lost to the Browns at home. And he's not going to allow that to happen in a, in in a playoff, playoff game. game. I just yes. don't think. And Ben said, he's like, I'm treating – and he's an old guy now, so he's thinking, and he, like, don't take any of this for granted. I got to play this game like it's my last playoff game. So I don't think that bodes well for the Browns. And when you look at last week, the Steelers almost beat them with mostly backups. (laughs) Not looking too great if you're the Browns. And the Browns don't have Stefanski going because of COVID, which which sucks. Like that, you do feel bad as much as I'm not really a fan of the Browns' (laughs) arrival. But I just being a football fan and knowing them and the team and everything – that is just – that sucks because it's like the odds are really against them. But who knows? They can upset them and bring me uh, a really terrible week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With a game like this, though, you definitely want everybody healthy on both sides. You, know, you want a fair, clean matchup. Exactly. You know, uh, fair and square win, but – no, I think even with both sides fully healthy, I think the Steelers are just a much better team. Yeah, they just match up better than against them. I mean, they do. The Browns do have a chance with that really great running game they have, and the Steelers have struggled against the run. But I think they're getting a few more guys back. Robert Spillane's going to be back, and I think that is going to make a huge difference um, in the game. And uh, we'll we'll see. But I think I'm going to I biasly and unbiasedly, I'm going with the Steelers. Yeah, and because same. it's and also that's another thing. It would be more of a bigger embarrassment, I think, if the Steelers lose. Then honestly, I mean, I don't want to take away if the Browns win. I don't want to take away from their victory, but like that's more so. Like I think it's the Steelers have more to lose than honestly the Browns have to win, because they're also they're also a really young team. So it's not like say they lose this game, it's not like well, we're never going back again. Like I'm sure. They have a better future right now than I think the Steelers do just because Steelers' quarterback situation moving forward is probably up in the air and shaky. We don't know. No, yeah, but definitely. This game's going to be very close. But um, yeah, the Steelers, they have the talent to pull it out, and I think it shows It shows here, and they, they put the Browns away until next year. Exactly until next year. So and I and I just don't see the Browns beating the Steelers back to back weeks, especially in a playoff game. And now with T.J. Watts going to play, Cam Hayward's playing, they're getting Spillane back. Um, Big Ben's going to play. They start. They you they, they did some things to change it up in that game to get kind of the running game going a little bit, not too crazy, but maybe you're going to use that quarterback Josh Dobbs. So we'll see. If they can get anything going, I mean, they started throwing the ball down the field more, which opens it up. And I think if they do that, they're dangerous just because that defense is really good. And if Big Ben's clicking, it's a tough out. But there's a lot of tough teams, and we'll see. So, yeah, It's it's a great slate of playoff games this weekend. Uh, I'm very excited to see what happens. Oh, yeah. Very excited. 
and uh, that's that for the NFL. I had a little or a little recap there. Um, and good luck to everyone's teams, and let's have some fun for Wild Card Weekend. But now let's the the hot stove was wasn't really that hot, but it's your boy Steve Cohen lit it on fire, and oh, I yeah. love it. I, I mean, low key, I'm kind of tight because. I know that it was what did it come down to? What they at least reports were saying it was Jays or Mets. I don't know. How, I know the Jays were definitely trying, especially yeah. the front office does have connections to Cleveland. Because I'm pretty sure the guys that are in the Jays office now, front office now, were the same guys that got Lindor to Cleveland. So I'm sure they definitely tried. But yeah. Cohen has got the money. Not that this, the Jays don't have the money. I think it's Please. it's whether they want to do it or not. A whole different yep. thing, but enough about the Jays. We get into that a little bit later. No, but, and the, the Jays probably have better prospects you know, to, to give, give up. up exactly, people, we have a lot a bigger prospect pool because yeah, they've just they been hoarding wanna... that for four years now. Yep. yep. Which so I don't that, mind. That definitely played a role, you know, in in who they decided to trade. So yeah. I'm sure the Jays probably didn't want to part with how many pieces that the Cleveland wanted, and potentially maybe the Mets. The Mets were, knew more were to give up those prospects. Exactly. Yeah. So they were like, you know what? Let the let the Mets go all in. They they they're willing and able to do it with this guy Cohen now, which I think as a Mets fan you got to be ecstatic just with this guy being the owner because I think he's oh. he's like he's literally just like a a diehard Mets fan that's really yeah. rich. Yep, what's exactly. honestly what's better to own the team than that? Yeah, no, definitely change. And you're already, I think so far you got to say it's a win. <laughs> And he's and oh, I yeah. saw him tweet about the black jerseys too, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, he's like, our right, next order of business is black jerseys. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yep. But this oh, trade yeah. was awesome. I mean, they get Lindor and Carrasco. Yep. We had we had a starting shortstop. You plug him in. You know, Superstar, franchise altering player. Yep. And then we get a like a, a three four starter where you could just plug him in and play too. So it was, and we we only gave up. I believe it was our was, number nine and ten prospect, and we got to keep the top five prospect. So, no, it's, a, it's a, I don't want to say it's a steal, but it, it's a great right return. Early gut reaction, together. steal almost, or at least just like a big win for yeah. the Mets. I mean, you can't really say too much about the Indians soon to not be the Indians. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. Cleveland baseball uh, team. <laughs> yeah, this. <laughs> I low key kind of hope that's their name. Uh, the Cleveland baseball team. <laughs> ah, uh, get into that one for another show. No, but overall, it was a it was a great move by the Mets, and you know it sends a message to the rest of the league saying that you know they're not playing around. They're no, just, they're ready to go. I mean, think just now. think of that pitching staff now. I mean, yeah, the Lindor is the hot talk topic, and rightfully so, obviously, and any team would kill to have a guy like that because that's also this makes it. So easy. Think about marketing. Think you're on the marketing team for the Mets. All right, let's just plaster this dude's face. He's got that awesome smile, happy young dude, awesome superstar player. Now you got the, all those pictures. You just plaster. I'd be putting. I'd be putting a Lindor billboard right across Yankee Stadium because why not? I'm Cohen. I have the money. Who cares for the Mets? Yep. Take over the town. Yeah, i would be. It's fun. It's gonna be awesome. Like I really hope we can get. They can get fans into the into the stadiums because I think City Field's gonna be popping oh, yeah, no with doubt. this with this juice. It's gonna be awesome. I just as a baseball fan and just for the Mets. I mean I, I root yeah. for the Mets. I like the Mets. <laughs> you gotta feel bad for the Mets sometimes as a 
neutral fan. No, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. my eyes, but I go. I usually always root for the Mets. I mean, why not? And I think their f- stadium's better than Yankee Stadium um, no, yeah, no as doubt. a fan experience. And I think a lot of Yankee fans will say that as well. So yeah, yeah. before Yankee yeah. fans start crying and want to fight me, relax. You're the Yankees. You're still the greatest franchise in all of sports. And that just came from a Yankee hater. So haha. Yeah. No, but the, the Mets have definitely taken a lot of pity over the years. You know, the Poor ownership, uh, bad bad contracts, all this nonsense. But now you have a you know a rich owner that wants to do something. So it, it's just great. It's a great feeling to have that we have that you know insurance that uh, he's going to do stuff. He's going to help us out, and he's going to bring in players that are you know, going to be beneficial to the development of the team. So I'm, I'm just ecstatic, and I, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next because I, I I feel that there's something something else is going to happen, whether it's maybe bringing in Springer. Or trading for Chris Bryant because I saw some reports on that. Oh yeah, I forgot uh, that. That's the hot stove. That's another thing. I mean, this was probably the biggest move so far, honestly, in the, the MLB offseason. Yeah. Um, and there's still most of it's still got to go. We got the rest of January, most of February until pitchers and catchers report. But I know the Jays are still looking to make some moves. Um, whether it's signed Lemay Hugh or Springer as well. Another one there. So they're not done, too, and I'm sure there's plenty of other teams. The other blockbuster was Snell, the Rays trading Snell to the Padres. So, yeah. And then also you Darvish going to the Padres. Oh, yeah. So they, they're re- they're going all in, too. I mean, yeah. they got a ridiculous staff now and lineup. Like, that. Like they're on paper, like, tough to not pick. <laughs> yeah. It's probably between the Padres and the Dodgers, probably the favorites in the National in the League. In the National League, I would, I, I, I would agree. But, I mean, the Dodgers didn't really do anything to get better this offseason. I, mean, I know they're looking at uh, Hendricks and who's the other closer? Um, oh, um, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It escapes crazy. my mind. But, you know, they're, they're looking to bolster their bullpen, which could help Help them even more. I mean, they're already really good, and I'm sure they're going to be in right in, in it till the end like they usually are the past, like, what, five, seven years, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, definitely going to be there. Yeah, they'll be involved, but they didn't they they didn't make any moves, and maybe they didn't have to. So we'll see. I mean, they did just one. They are the defending champs. I don't think they yeah. lost really anybody that no, much. So haven't. they'll but be there. But the, the Padres are is, looking hot. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely they are. But I think the biggest thing is these teams, like because of the economy and because it's like they didn't have fans last year, there's not really much money around. Like, not one team wants to set the market for free agents. Like yeah. They're trying to, like, wait it out. Wait it out, gauge it. So, it's kind of going to go wait till the end, I think. Yeah. yeah so, so, we'll I think see. Once, I think, once Bauer goes and... Then the dominoes then will hit, fall. Yeah, it'll, it'll start. He's, it'll like, start the next really big name besides, I guess, Springer and LeMahieu. He's the, ne- he's the next pitcher, the next starting pitcher big name. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and both... Springer and Bauer X and you know astronomical prices, so I don't think a team's gonna budge anytime soon. I think no, you're gonna, gonna give it a little. They're gonna wait a little bit till their agents are probably forced to ask for a little bit less. I mean, I mean they're yeah. still gonna get paid, but probably not as much. If they somebody tries to get them now, they're gonna set the bar really high, and then the other teams are gonna be like, "Well, crap, we can't sign these guys." So. It's just going to be a waiting game. So I know some fans are getting antsy. A lot of Jays fans are like, oh, they see the Mets trade for Lindor and we're all hoping. It wasn't a pipe dream to get Lindor, but it was probably like 
they were a top candidate, but I don't think they were the one, as you saw, obviously. So there's always the, the fans of any team. They're like, oh, they don't do it. The front office does nothing. They don't care. When it's like we literally just signed Hinjin Ryu last year, and he was a Cy Young candidate finalist. Yep. So uh, <laughs> yeah, shut up. Relax. Yeah, it's patience. It's baseball. It's a very patient yep. game. Waiting. Let it happen. Yeah. But yeah, the hot stove was hot. The Mets, I mean, as a Mets fan, what is your what? – now what are your expectations? <laughs> what are your realistic – Realistic expectations. I mean, I, I, they got to be decently high just because, as long as health forbidding, obviously. Oh, just yeah. because looking at that starting rotation, we don't even have to look at the lineup yet, but that starting rotation, man. Whew. If they're healthy. If they're healthy, it's, it's going to be a good rotation, but I think they need one more starter. I think really? They one starter well, they got four, being, uh, right? They got – who? what is it going to be? Back. It's going to be DeGrom, one. Who's two? Syndergaard? Uh, well, Syndergaard's going to be out till Is he still out? May yeah. with the Tommy John. Damn. So he's, he's up in the air. So I, I wouldn't put him in the rotation you know, right away. So we got uh, DeGrom, Stroman, um, Peterson, now Carrasco. And am I missing somebody? Uh, who else? I feel like I you might be, but I... Who is the fifth? I mean, that's still pretty solid. I mean, getting the, the yeah. Carrasco involved was huge. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. Not only that you got Lindor, you got uh, you got a 2-3 starter right there. Yeah. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't sign Bauer, but now that kind of takes the pressure off of, you know, that we need a, a another big, big starter. Just in case you don't, obviously, Syndergaard, you have to treat that like that's up in the air. Because even if he yeah. comes back and he's healthy, you don't know how he's going to be because the nature of the Tommy John surgery. But if he's anything, like if he's just good, like he doesn't need to be the superstar. If he's just good and you still get with DeGrom, who's just, I don't think, a human being. Um, Carrasco's solid. Stroman, you get a healthy year out of him. He's hyped. He's juiced, ready to go. You get you get him the black jerseys. I think Stroman <laughs> is giving you a, a sub-2 ERA. Yep. I love Strowman. Um, I'm sad. James oh. let him go. <laughs> but overall, I think the NL East is going to be very good again. I don't think there's any you know uh, definitive winner right now, but I think probably the Braves are probably the front runners. For Braves division, are probably so. still the favorites, but I think the Mets just gained a lot of ground there. And now you have the Marlins yep. who are going to be a little pest involved, and the yeah, Phillies but- are always kind of good. I still don't trust the Phillies. I mean, the Phillies will be like – a 500, maybe a little bit better team because they just their bullpen was so horrendous last year. That's pretty much what ruined it for them. If they get that a little yeah. bit better, they'll be good. But I'm still putting um, Braves as the front runners or the favorites, whatever. And then honestly, I think I'm putting the Mets right in second for now yeah. with the Marlins and with, Phillies. With these- in there and the Washington made a what Washington made a move. What did they did they get somebody? Who did they get? They got another pitcher, right? Or was it another hitter? I, I don't. So, but I'm not. They made a solid sure. move. I forgot who they they got. But it was like a good pickup that like they'll be kind of back involved. I don't think they're gonna do anything. Oh yeah, they'll definitely be in the mix. But I think I think the Phillies are probably gonna be the worst team if. It it's all it all depends on if they sign Rio Muto. Yeah, because he he's a big factor in that offense and defense too. So 
So it's going to be interesting to see if his price comes down too because he's asking for a lot of money as well. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah, the Josh Bell. They got Josh Bell. Josh Bell, yes. Yeah, that, that's a big. That's now you got Josh Bell, Trey Turner, um, Juan yeah. Soto. And they needed that big first base back. Yeah, they needed the another. That's a forty on that team. He can drop forty bombs for you as long as he's healthy. Yeah, definitely. So and they and they, they have health on their pitching staff. They'll be right there involved. So I I agree. I think the. Um, the Phillies will be the last team in there just because their lack of pitching. Their offense is good enough to keep them competitive and just in every game, but their pitching is just so bad that the way guys hit now that you're really just – it's going to be hard for them to overcome like you saw last year. Yep. And the Marlins, I think, is going to be interesting to see if they can – they can do this over 162 games. Yeah, I, I don't know if they will, games. but they'll still be like good, like oh, decent, or they'll just be a pain yeah, for the rest of the teams. They'll be like, right. ah, they're gonna be pet. They're just gonna be annoying. They got a good manager in Don Mattingly, and yeah, a bunch a of, young of young guys. guys. I mean, you can never underestimate young teams. Yeah. At the very least, they're fun to watch, and when they're fun, that means they're pesky for an else, like the Jays. And if they these guys take a step, like if you get a full healthy season out of Bo, Bichette, and then Vladdy, and Vladdy was looking, he lost a lot of weight this offseason. He, he probably looked at Tatis last year, and he's seen Soto and all those guys. He's like, yeah. I, I'm like, I was the number one prospect. I have like the highest ceiling ever. Not ever, but he's like, yeah. lose some weight. I want to go back to third base. Yeah, he's I think he's ready to, to explode. To and, I, and I think if he starts exploding, and they get another guy. If they get like a Springer or LeMahieu, Jays are right in there. Because the Rays took a step back by trading away Snell. I mean, yeah, the Rays still be good because they always just pull random dudes out of a hat, and they're good. And they're good prospects. Yeah. So they they in. they know what they're doing. Like, I'm not gonna discount. I'm not saying, oh, that's a terrible trade. Why'd you do that? Because I'm sure they knew what they were getting in those yeah. Padres prospects, and they're gonna be I'm gonna be pissed off. Once he's started, you know, they did they did that for a reason. They know, yeah, they because know they can't they pay do. anybody because that's just how the Rays go. I think they should just move to Montreal because that <laughs> place wants a team so bad. And then you just set up a perfect ge- geographical um, rivalry rivalry with the Jays right there, yeah. which is awesome. Definitely, no, but it's it, it's been a you know, a slow off season so far, except for yesterday. But I'm excited for this year. Yeah, definitely, and and it's kind of been like that for the past couple of years. It's been a, a slower off season until the end. It kind of heats up, and I think, like you said before, there's still teams are going to wait, then it'll heat up, and there's still plenty of really top guys that are out there in the market. So it's not like they're not going to be signed. So yep. it's just a matter of who and when. And I just hope the Jays get. I don't care if it's Lemayhu, Springer, Bauer. Even Liam Hendricks, I'll take him. You can never, you can never have enough arms. No, no, you never have enough arms. No. I right, bullpen starters, whatever it is. Yeah, I agree. I think that I think the Mets need a, a, one more starter and one more bullpen arm, and I think. Then we'll I there. yeah, they're they're right in there. I mean, I think as a Mets fan and just as a that you're seeing this, you got to just be excited, which is at the very least you got to ask for it, which is awesome. I, and it's good for baseball, and it's just good for everybody. If the Mets are good, the Yankees are always kind of good. Get a couple Subway series going in, and it's just fun. 
it's all entertainment. Let's give it to us. Come on. Yeah, great for the sport, great for everything. And, no, I'm excited. But, you know, I don't want to be too excited because it is the Mets. You know yeah, I mean? you, you want to – the still prep, that's the what – you know, <laughs> It's still all the same. Uh, well, it, it's a different atmosphere now with, with Cohen in there. But it's, You're hoping this is the, this is the final – finally yeah. a change so we don't have to – like I, I saw when you said the other day in the group chat – like you get the trade, and it's like you're kind of hesitant. You're like, well, I don't. Th- these guys are going to turn the guys you trade away are going to turn into Nola Ryan or or whatever. And I and I get, I know where that's coming from because you see, as a Mets fan, these guys, <laughs> you're always expecting how's this going to be a failure? How am I going to be disappointed? Even if it's a a good outcome at first, because we've seen we've seen this story way too many times before, where it's like, oh look at this guy, or we had a good player, then he leaves, and then he throws his no hitter. It's like, okay. Yeah. Really? Like, are we just tortured? Is that what we, our existence is? So yeah. hopefully getting Cohen and the culture and everything, this is the final. The Mets can can shed the uh, the sadness, I guess, yeah. off their back. And the times are changing. They certainly are in every other aspect in our lives. And well, yeah, hope for the best there. But uh, at least we still have sports to keep us a little occupied during the chaos. Definitely, and now uh, basketball star and hockey star, and so now we're getting the, the trifecta back. With all, all yeah, the it's gonna be once. fun. We're getting it's it's that time of year. We get everything. We got March Madness coming up soon. I better not take that away from us because we got robbed last year from an epic. Oh. I think that was gonna be an awesome. I would, I had no idea who the favorites were. Who else? It was gonna be probably the best year for me filling out a bracket, honestly, just because it was so. There was really so no right cut and dry favorites, and I always kind of make my brackets a little renegade anyway. So that plays into my favor. I'm sure I'd still lose every single game, but it would just be fun. <laughs> yeah, just fun anyway, fun and that's the madness. But hockey's gonna be interesting because the schedule right's only interdivision, so that's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be super nuts. tough. That's gonna be insane. Yeah. That's gonna be really exciting. And you know what that does? That helps kind of the bad teams. I think like the Devils. That helps a team like them. Yeah, because you keep playing the same guys over and over. Beating them up, yeah, you know it. Yeah, that's going to help them out a little bit more. I'm not not saying they're going to do much, but it's going to make it a little bit easier on them than the the favorite teams to go um, and do their thing. Because it's just the hockey season takes its toll, and it's going to take its toll this time if it's only division. Because we know the Metropolitan, everybody hates each other. They're going to beat each other up. That's just you're playing everybody every game. That's that's going to be insane. Like, now we're bringing the Bruins in, you know, because they're usually in the Atlantic, so that we don't play them as much. But who else is coming in? Uh, oh, yeah, though, yeah, they adjusted the. Uh, yeah, it's like the whole East, the whole East Coast is, is in one division now. Oh my like, God! All Canadian teams are playing. Each oh, other. they're all like gonna. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a hockey fan, for everyone out there, that's gonna be. I mean, I'm a casual hockey fan there, but. Yeah, I'll watch. I mean, I love like watching hockey. hockey. I mean, hockey's awesome, dude. Especially hockey yeah. playoffs are arguably one of the best playoffs to watch, yeah. just because it's it's so up. intense. I could be watching two teams I don't care about, and I'm sweating yeah. watching it. Which, good job. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely going to be a playoff atmosphere every every single game this year, in the regular season. Yeah, with these rivalries. And uh, definitely, it'll be fun. We get the NBA back. The Knicks looking better, which is yep. cool for you, the Knicks. The Again, Nets. I don't want to be too excited. It's only seven games. Yeah, I, I, would, I would. But I think this is a change. And I think the the Knicks will be pretty decent for the Knicks. 
I wouldn't right. expect playoffs or this and that, but any of that's gravy. Yep. And we'll no, see. Like the Mets, there's like a new, there's a new atmosphere around the team. Yeah, just, coaching, just be competitive and fun. Yeah, that's definitely. that's a very that's how my my uh, mentality was going in with the Blue Jays last season. At the very yeah. least, just be competitive and fun, and that's exactly what they were. And they ended up making the playoffs. Granted, it was the extended, but hey, you build on that, and you go into the next year, and you see what happens. Yeah, yeah, but the Knicks, I wasn't expecting to start. To be honest, I, I thought they were going to be you know they were start the season zero and seven like usual, but. <laughs> But this is probably like the most excited I've been to watch a game. Since yeah, they were really good. It's too bad the, the garden playoffs. wasn't filled yesterday because that or the other day because that would have yeah, been awesome. That place would have oh, been rocking. Forget about it. When yeah. Austin Rivers hit four threes in a row down the stretch. That, it would have exploded. It would have blown up. <laughs> and then the Mike Breen bang oh. when the garden is, is going crazy. It, yeah, it's a whole another experience. Yeah, and that that <laughs> goes a long way with the players too. If they get the fans yeah. and juice, that that'll be awesome. So we'll see. Exciting times ahead. Also scary times ahead. So everybody stay safe. Make safe choices. And you all know what I mean by that. Um, It's a crazy world out there. Oh, yeah. Crazy world. And uh, (laughs) that's it, man. All right. Good. Great show today. Uh, Good to be back, everybody, to start the new year. Happy 2021. To joy and pain. For Chris and Devin, that'll do it for Episode 7. Peace out.